Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and strangers. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Maybe today is Monday when you're listening to this, or maybe you're doing some catching up. Um, If you're listening to this before Christmas, that was the intention because I've called this episode, it might not be the most wonderful time of the year. And I've been thinking about this episode or, or this conversation more than a podcast episode, but I've been thinking about this a lot because for the last 20 years that I've been doing social work in some capacity or another, and especially when I'm working with teenagers, this is not the most wonderful time of the year for many, many people out there. And when I was a stay-at-home mom and I wasn't doing a whole lot of social work, I forgot I forgot about it. I got caught up in my happy place and, you know, doing things with my little kids and making memories with my kids and doing the cookies and the decorating and the putting the village up and creating all of that wonderfulness with my kids. I got a little bit out of touch with what this season actually is for a lot of people more than more than you would know. So as I'm back in my role now and I am working with teenagers and adults who are really, really struggling with this season, I'm reminded of something that I've known for a long time and had, you know, just lost touch with, that this is not the most wonderful time of the year for many people. You are not alone if you hate Christmas. And I'm just wanting to reach out today to talk to you a little bit to let you know that if that is you, if you are understanding what I'm talking about, if you sort of dread the holiday season, the the presence, the family, the sense of loss, the unpredictability, the stress, if you hate doing all of those things or having all of those things in your life, you are not alone. This is a challenging time of year for many people. And yeah, we've, we've 100% gotten through every season of every Christmas season up till this point, we have survived. I know we'll do yet another one, but I just want to talk about some of the things that might help you with the mindset shift or the focus or your perspective. I can't make this season be something it's not. I can't make you feel you know, have the people around you that you want around you. If you have lost somebody that is important and is no longer here for the holiday with you, I can't make your family function. If your family's slightly dysfunctional or majorly dysfunctional, I can't make that happen. I can't fill your bank account. So you don't have to stress about the financial strain of the gifts and the keeping up with the other members of the family. And I can't make your bank account explode to make that feel comfortable. I can't do those things. 
but I'm hoping that the four things that I did come up with that I have worked on over the years, because even though I've, I've really enjoyed the season with my kids, there's been definitely a shift in how I approach the holidays. And, you know, one of the things that I do for the most part is check out. I pack up the four humans in my life and we usually take off for the Christmas season. And I find that that has been, whether you want to call it an, a, you know, cop out, or if you want to call it running from my problems, I don't care. I really don't care what you call it. The bottom line is it's what makes my holiday season, um, a good time and a joyful time and a peaceful time is to be able to just get away with the four of us and go and make memories together. So that's one of the coping strategies I have come up with. I know not everybody gets the luxury of that, or maybe it's not a luxury, but maybe they just don't feel they're ready in the time of their life to be able to make that decision and say, I'm checking out and I'm just not doing the family Christmas thing, but I did it and I'm going to continue to do it. And it feels right at the time. But as I was thinking about this, there's four other things that I came up with that have helped me enjoy the month of December more than I used to. So I will share them with you now and maybe one of them or maybe all four of them will be helpful for you during this season. So the first one that I came up with is something that I say in my head for a lot of things, not just at Christmas time, but does this really matter? what I'm doing right now, what I'm worrying about right now, what I'm trying to find to buy right now, does it really matter? And how I make the decision as to whether or not it really matters or not is I close my eyes and I think for a second, when I am laying on my deathbed and I am going through the tape or the video or the, the whatever we're going to have replaying in our brains when I'm on my deathbed, when I am, when I'm laying there at the end of my life, what will I have hoped I made for a decision right now? How will I have hoped I had spent my time? Because I don't want to do anything and invest any amount of energy or stress or anxiety around things that really aren't going to matter. Like for some of it, it's not even going to matter next week. And so if it's not even going to matter next week, why am I giving it very much energy right now? I'm not a great gift giver. I, it's not my love language and I struggle with it. Uh, and so it causes me a lot of stress. And there have been times where I have felt bad in the moment because I've been empty handed when I've received a beautiful gift from somebody who's a beautiful soul. But I try to do other things besides the gift giving and then not beat myself up because ultimately I don't know if the gift truly matters when I am making sure the person feels like they truly matter. So I just take that and prioritize it in a way that I can feel comfortable and making sure that I am being genuine. So for me, being genuine means finding a way to make a person feel loved and, um, honored without necessarily always having to spend money on them and buy them something. Cause I'm not good at that part. But even if, even when you're thinking about the holiday parties and the invites and the, 
make sure we get together for lunch and you know, the peripheral things like going to your husband's party. Like if he doesn't need you to be at the party and on your deathbed, you're going to think, I don't even remember going to that party and I didn't like anybody when I was at it. If it really doesn't matter and a night at home in the bubble bath while your husband goes to the staff party on his own, that would make a huge difference in how you tackle the rest of the, the week, then makes it much easier for you to make the right decision and to feel better in the moment and in the season. So just take a pause before you start stressing out about whatever it is you are stressing out about and think, does this really matter? Is it going to matter next week? Is it going to matter in a year from now when I'm laying on my deathbed? Am I even going to remember doing this? And if the answer is no to any of those three, it doesn't really matter and don't put a lot of energy into it. The number one, I mean, that was number one. Number two, I ask myself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? How do I want to be today? Do I want to be exhausted and grouchy and bitchy and nagging and annoyed and chest breathing? I don't want to. I end up like all of those things, like those were real words I was pulling from real, (laughs) real truthful episodes of my life. Those really do happen, but it isn't how I want to be. So I am working on trying to find ways to not be like that. How do I want to be breathing right now? How do I want to be unclenching my teeth right now? How do I want to not worry about the mess? I, I can't stand a mess. I hate it. But I can't be in control of all of it all of the time. And so how do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel good even in the mess. Can I? Can I choose my mood here? I might be able to, maybe not forever, but right now, if I want to choose to be happy amongst the mess, that is my choice. And I love being able to have that choice. I love the power that that gives me to be able to switch it. So if you have to spend time with people that don't bring you joy, if there's tension, if there's, you know, sometimes the mothers or the sisters or the brothers or the nephews or the nieces, they say things that just rub you the wrong way. That doesn't happen in my family. We're really good. (laughs) In case anyone from my family is listening, there is no personal experience here. I've just heard from others that sometimes family can cause stress, tension, and hard feelings. And if that's the case, just focus on how you want to be showing up and then work hard at doing that. Work hard at feeling the way you want to feel, even amongst. They say that, you know, when you roll with the pigs, you often smell like the pigs. But I like to think of myself as being able to hang out with pigs, but just as one of the peripheral side views, not necessarily getting right in there. So yeah, how do you want to be? How do you want to behave? And how do you want to feel during this holiday season? Try to do that no matter what you're surrounded by. The number three on my list of things that I like to do to survive the holidays or survive a stressful time is focus on what I can control. So I'm a control freak. I'm sure most people know that. And I'm yellow on the color spectrum. And I like to have a plan. 
I don't like to fly by the seat of my pants. But when I'm with other people and other families and we're on vacations and stuff, there's a lot of things that are not mine to decide. Other people's lives are involved. And so we collectively are making decisions, which therefore means I'm not in control. That's okay. I have learned to become so much better at going with the flow because there's certain things that I am in control of. I'm in control of when I wake up, even if somebody else has set out the departure time. If I want to have an hour to myself in the morning to, you know, check some boxes and be in charge of some stuff, I find out when we're leaving and I'm in control of what the, before that departure time, what that looks like. If I want to have certain foods, I can be in control of that. I'm way better at being able to say, I need to hit up a grocery store and I need to stock up on the things that I need to be eating in order to enjoy this day. I'm not at the whim of anybody else anymore. I'm a grown up, and there are things that I get to be in control of that don't ruin anybody else's time. I focus on them. If I need to move my body, I don't worry about what everybody else is doing or anything like that. I figure out when I'm going to move my body and I do it. I'm in control of that. And when I focus on those things, it might be like, that's like literally breakfast was all I got to decide. Everything else was someone else's agenda for the whole rest of the day. And I hate when it's somebody else's agenda for the whole rest of the day, except not so much anymore. Because if I knew all I got to decide today was breakfast, I'm going to make it the best breakfast I've had in weeks because this is mine. This is what I get. When I'm thinking about what I'm in control of, the list is actually usually way bigger than just breakfast. There's thousands of decisions made every single day. And so make sure you are recognizing and focusing on of all of those decisions you're making, which ones have I been in control of? Which one, which of these decisions have been mine? And just focus on that. You're not, you're not being led down the path by the in-laws or anything like that. There's lots you get to decide. And number four, during this holiday season, sometimes we just need to take a pause and honor what you're feeling. It's okay to feel sad, even though the Christmas music is playing and it's the most joyous time of the year and everybody's got the jing jingling of the bells and the sappy Christmas movies. If you don't feel happy right now, that's okay. It might be time to do some work about why. It might be time to go back to number two and think about, is this how I want to feel? I feel sad. I feel like I've got a loss. There's a hole. There's something missing, someone missing. I hate this time of the year. It may, brings back bad memories. But do you want to be feeling that way? And if you don't want to be feeling that way, what can you be doing to change how you're feeling? Can you be focusing on something different? Can you be talking to somebody about it? Do you need to be going to counseling and saying, I don't want to do December like I normally do December. I want to do December better. What can you be doing when you're not feeling good to feel better? I've done many podcasts about how if you know, if you're feeling better, feeding yourself better, you have a better opportunity to feel better, 
So you can go back and listen to one of those as well. But I just want you to be able to take time right now to honor those feelings, recognize them, journal about them, write them down, totally identify why, if you can find the why as to why you're not happy or why you feel so sad. If you can put your finger on the why, it makes it easier then to put the steps in place to say, okay, this is why, but does it have to be? Does it have to continue to be why I'm sad? Do I need to be this sad next December? Or is there work that I can do about how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling this way in the next year that will help me so that next December, I don't have to feel this way anymore. I can actually move myself closer to how I really want to be feeling in December, which is maybe joyful and peaceful. Maybe you really want to enjoy this season. Maybe all of the Hallmark Christmas movies are actually how you'd like life to be. And you need to take the steps. I don't know if you're going to find some, you know, nice ski instructor on the slopes and fall in love and get married in the next hour and 30 minutes. But if you want to feel peaceful and feel joyful, you can decide in the next hour and 30 minutes to do something to instill that. Put on the Christmas music, put on the happy face, find yourself something that brings you some comfort and some joy, and just even a Go there only for an hour. It doesn't have to mean you're all of a sudden never going to have another sad, negative, stressed out feeling for the next, you know, three weeks and you're in the clear. You don't just get to flip the switch and be in the clear. But I bet you, if you really wanted to try to just close your eyes, take some deep breaths and feel some joy and look for it, you could spend an hour there. Everybody could spend an hour there. Okay, I'm going to leave this um, with you for today because I'm thinking about you. I'm visiting with you here in my office and I know that things are not going your way and things are difficult and challenging and you want to just get this holiday season over with and get back to some routine in January. I hear you. I see you. I love you. I hope that you can find a way to feel the way you want to feel this holiday season. Make sure you are fueling your body well, trying to get as much sleep as possible, finding some whole foods to eat because those basics make a huge difference in how you feel. So it doesn't cost anything to try to get some sleep and try to drink some water and try to find yourself a fruit or vegetable in the next couple of weeks. So do those basics. Don't forget about them, even when life isn't feeling like it's the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you very much, everybody. I will check with you next week. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.